the football podcast. Welcome. It's Premier League week. Boys, this is the time of the season where everyone on YouTube or otherwise uh, does whole season, whole table Premier League predictions based on nothing but guesses. Uh, and we are on just another football podcast are incredibly original. So we're going to do exactly that. Are you ready? Just about, yeah. I was actually buzzing for the championship starting uh, weekend just gone. I was like, I was okay. like, I'm so ready for this. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched the, watched a bit of Leeds, watched, uh, watched a bit of Leicester. I watched the Leicester was, uh, game, pretty much all of it. I needed to be eased into the championship. You know, it had to be like an ex-Premier League t- team from the previous season. You know, yeah. C- couldn't couldn't go full on Rotherham versus whoever. Uh, wasn't wasn't quite there yet, but uh, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. It was good. And then yeah. I've been seeing a little bit of the odd bit of the Women's World Cup as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I and uh, USA are out and the... England scraped scrape by and Ireland are out sadly as well. The way the way the US went out is has to be. Potentially, like behind Ghana against Uruguay in 2010, that's the most heartbreaking way that I've ever seen a team go out. I don't, I don't remember any. any you other, you say like, heartbreaking, I say hilarious. Yeah, <clears throat> fair, fair, fair. We won it four times, and everyone wants us to lose. That's fair. Like we all want Man City not to win the league, but are probably predicting Man City to win the league. It's the same with the US Men's National Team, right? And Harry, we genuinely haven't spoken to Harry in months because since the last time we recorded. Um, because when we did our planning session, Harry was Harry was away. Wasn't so. that? Yeah, wasn't I wasn't committed to the course. Not just to let everyone in on a secret. Yeah. Exactly. He um, won the prediction league last season. He won this time. Exactly. You know, yeah. I sort of was busy working on my predictions, mate. What can I say? Um, but yeah, been doing well. Keep sort of keeping up with other sports. Keeping me ticking over. Yeah. But glad to have the football back and. Uh, you know, I'm going for the three peak this year, like the Man City, three titles in a row, three just another football podcasts, uh, prediction okay. titles in a row. Go on, the because you were giving us, we we all saw each other's predictions, and Harry's given every one of us some pelters. Who I do did. You have in, I did. Know, why? Well, who do you have in twentieth? Go on. I did. I don't remember giving you guys particularly pelters over who you had twentieth. In fairness, I actually felt like we true. sort of roundly concurred with. Sort of some of the teams at the bottom. Yep. Um, I've got Sheffield United twentieth. Um, I I I struggle to see a world in which they don't get relegated. I know that's sort of a pessimistic view to take, but kind of looking at the business they've done so far, including signing a player from Arsenal uh, in Austin Trusty, um, doesn't really move the needle for me. And they've lost their best player uh, in 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 die from last season. So. Yeah. You know, I, I struggle to see a world in which they stay up. Um, I, I mean, if you want me to put a positive spin on it, I didn't think they'd stay up last season. Uh, last time they were in the Premier League, and they actually did quite well in their first season. So, sorry, I've, I was just frozen on my screen. I'm really yeah, struggling. It's such a good freeze. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be difficult for Sheffield United. Uh, I mean, if you want a silver lining, the last time they were in the Premier League, they put up a pretty good account of themselves uh, in the first season. Uh, Ninth place. And then the second sort of COVID impacted season, they did struggle. Um, I just think that that particular season, if you look at it, you know, they were back in the Premier League for the first time in 15 years. This time there isn't that kind of, you know, it's not a sort of joyous occasion to be there. Um, there's a sort of cloud hanging over the club with the ownership situation at the minute. I just think that 
that needed to be resolved and it hasn't and it leaves them on the back foot and the business they've done I think leaves them short Fergal what have you gone for for 20th yeah I've I've gone Sheffield United 20th as well um, I mean well I, I think most of us have Luton Town down there as well but the reason I've it's like I know Luton Town are just a bit more interesting I don't know if that's yeah like uh, there's just something about Sheffield I'm just not thinking they're going to do well they're, they're about to sell Sander Burge to Burnley to Burnley yeah yeah, yeah. Um, which is just bizarre Um, like unless they have a really good plan as to how they're going to respend it or spend that money and um, in place and dies as we were saying but yeah it it just doesn't I am worried for them like straight off the bat it, it, it's just not the right signs and I know it's just not as interesting either which which is, isn't necessarily a that's just me not not, not being interested in Sheffield <laughs> United so I've paid less of attention to them compared to some of the other teams it mm-hmm. might maybe, maybe that maybe they'll come good but so far, their their business has been very uninspiring, and they're uninspiring to begin with. So, yeah, I, I, so George, you you agree with the two of them, right, about Sheffield United? Not not bottom, but yeah, I, I agree with the general sentiment. Um, I put them in nineteenth. Uh, you know, it, it was a toss of coin between between Leeds and Sheffield for me. I mean, with the the warning signs for Sheffield. Sheffield. That won't go down Sheffield well United. with the city of Sheffield. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sheffield United. Sheffield yeah. United. Yeah. Um, yep. Apologies, Wednesday fans. Um, yes. Also, don't, don't care. So. Uh, but uh, in terms of, yeah, Sheffield, the reason why I've got uh, United, the reason I've got them above Leeton um, is simply because of just that little bit of Premier League experience that a few of the, the players have. You know, they've got quite a few players that were yeah, in the squad last, the last time they were in the Premier League. Um uh, the reason why they're in 19th is because the majority of those players aren't good enough for the Premier League. So there's there's a balance same of, same. yeah, they've got experience in the Premier League, but they're clearly not good enough. Um, yeah. it, 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 I, I do think they'll be better defensively than, than Luton. Um, I worry about them going forward. But, um, you know, a couple couple points here and there with draws or a 1-0 win, I, I think will we'll keep them above Luton. I think there's going to be a really... I've got Luton bottom and I think it's going to be almost record low not quite Derby I don't think anyone's going to be near Derby ever mm. um, but I think it's going to be under 20 and I think it's going to be Ooh. well I mean yeah potentially under sort of around 15 16 points I can see that I, I, I just I, I just, think, I still they want just it, really want it to happen no I don't I, I think I think if Luton come bottom they'll come bottom and it'll be ugly Ain't yeah. truth, and I think if Sheffield United are bottom, that you know, I mean, I, I for some reason don't see it being quite as bad. But I feel like Luton, there's a wider range of outcomes. I still can't see them staying up, but I could see them getting 18th, and I could also see them finishing 20th and absolute rock bottom. Yeah, you know, 10 points. I the quality gone. Sorry, no, no, I was going to say the quality of the championship last year. Is, wasn't as strong historically as, as you know, when Fulham go up and, and whatnot. You know, when Fulham go, come up and, and have Mitrovic up front, I know you don't rate him, Ali, but, you know, that's a... That's no, I changed my mind on the last season. Yeah, well it's, a proven, it's a proven striker. I, yeah. I, you know, neither of these two teams have anywhere near to Premier League quality 
from from what I can see, and you know, uh, to be fair, Luton might be a bit of a wild card. Like like Harry says, I think it could be ugly. Could could you know get a few scalps, but yeah, yeah, not convinced. I'm- I have nothing to add about Sheffield United, really. I do have them relegated, uh, but I have them in 18th. So um, I'll, I'll explain why later. But Luton in 20th, because their so their home form last season was worse than their away form. They got promotion because of their away form. Um, obviously, what's very interesting about their ground and relative to oh, did you know that the away end looks at someone else's bathroom or whatever and. <laughs> Uh, one of their players played five divisions with them, blah, 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 blah. But the very interesting thing is that they don't have undersoil heating, which is actually a Premier League requirement, but the Premier League let it go for this season. Uh, and if they sail, they'll they'll install undersoil heating. But uh, that will be very interesting in December because there's uh, like a bunch of fixtures like with, you know, Premier League championship quality teams and relegation teams and we might see some games postponed because of a waterlocked pitch yeah we saw them in december actually yeah that one arsenal is one of them i think man city is another yeah and they're very close by i believe if i remember correctly um they'll be doing a rain dance what's that (laughs) yeah they were on the rain dance yeah rain dance come december yeah we'll see sean dyche again standing with a with a shirt and whatever Grinning. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. it <laughs> up those angles in, in water. Yeah, play on. Um, oh, lovely. So the, the, the worms will love this. Yeah. Their away form helped them last season against much worse teams. And the gap between the championship teams that played last season and the Premier League teams that got played this season is very high. So they'll get some weird results. But not enough to keep them up, and I think they'll go. They'll be in twentieth by by a long distance. But I love what they're doing. I love how they've they've you know carried themselves, and uh, the ownership stories and everything about them is just very charming. Obviously, feel like but twentieth, unfortunately, they're feel like- well set to get promotion again next season, but they're not ready. I saw his to say, yeah. They, they, um... I feel like they they had this. They've done the same sort of thing that um, Nottingham Forest did. They've came up maybe a season earlier than they were kind of expecting to, and then they've had to, you know, they, they haven't got a Premier League team, but they've gone the opposite way, the more sustainable way. And instead of trying to buy a new Premier League team, yeah. they they're like they're going. We're gonna be. We're gonna plan for about that. Sorry, like sorry. What, what can you tell us about Chelsea Benny very quickly? I'll come to that. I'll come to that. Okay, Let me go finish for it. before. Yeah. Um, uh, Expert so hosting. They, Expert they, hosting. They, 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 oh yeah. Don't don't worry. Look what shirt I'm wearing. Like uh, I'm of course I'm going to come to the Irish guy, right? Of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, they um they they they're, they're planning basically like Norwich were doing that they're gonna they're gonna go down, but they're gonna be well equipped then to deal deal with that in the championship and come straight back up. That's what it seems like. And I don't know how you feel about that if you're a Luton Town fan. It's always very bit precarious. Norwich never quite done it and then seem to have regretted it now. Um, but I think for Luton, in terms of sustainability, as, as it does make sense for them to do that and then come back up. And the way they've been going, they probably will end up being like making smart sign-ins and, and one of them being Chirozeg Bene. Um, 
you know, is it? I, I actually don't know how he's going to do for um, for Luton, just based on... Because for Ireland, he plays up front. For Rotherham, he played as, like, a, a right wing back. Um, but he's, like, incredibly pacey. He gave... Um, who did he give a hard time of it? Um, oh, Theo Hernandez. <laughs> Theo Hernandez oh, of Ace Milan could not handle Chidozo Bene. Um, he is full of pace and power, um, decent in the box, like able to sniff out a goal. I wouldn't say his finishing is is a strength of his, but it's not a weakness. Um, um, I'm, but I'm interested to see just how they deploy him if they if they use him on the right wing. Um, I, I see. Um, yeah, is it a right wing back? But I think he, he's he's more of a forward. I I, I like him on, on the right for Ireland uh, up front. Um, but um, yeah, really excited to see it. I was surprised he got a Premier League move. I thought maybe upper championship, but mm. for his performance for Ireland, he he's he's so comfortable at international level. So yeah. I, I, I feel like he, he should be. He should do okay for Luton. I feel like that's that that is a suitable level for him. I feel like the the idea from their wing backs is to be incredibly attacking. Grant Giles signed for them, and he had eleven assists in the championship last season. So yeah, uh, with with Middlesbrough, of course, who did uh, super well. So um, that's that's gonna be an interesting thing. I don't think any other team plays that like pure three five two kind of system two number eights behind two strikers, like two big strikers. So that'll be interesting. Uh, 19th, uh, George, you had uh, Luton Town. Sorry, no, you had che- uh, Sheffield United. This was Luton 20th. Yeah. Harry, what have we gone for? Oh, it was Luton. Um, Luton. Okay. I kind of have loads to add on Luton other than kind of what I said already, that they could surprise a few. They could get a few scalps. Um, it's interesting you mentioned about the home form. I wasn't aware of that last season. And... Mm. I think Forest are a good example of a team that you need good home form if you haven't necessarily got the requisite quality. You need that sort of crowd and those home games to be kind of a 12th man for you. Yeah. And if their home form was patchy last year, I can't see them getting many points on the road, I must be honest. As much Look, as they did last year, it's a tough ask in the Premier League. The other point would be that their home atmosphere is going to be actually super fun. Uh, because yeah, uh, just like pure excitement, right? Uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I suppose um, it could be, it could uh, bode well for them if their home form is is actually good and it makes it tricky, um, and their away form is nice. So that adds up. Struggle. Who have you gone for? Some contrast. Uh, I I was looting as well. Um, mm. It's some contrast between um, between the promoted sides last season, just in their spending, and and and, and this season. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, no, Luton, yeah, it's sort of exactly what Harry said there. Like, it, it, I, I really hope they do do well. It'd be great to see it, but um, I can't see them staying up. Um, yeah. unfortunately. So I had uh, I'm gonna start with 19th place here. I had Luton 20th. I had Sheffield United 18th. I have Everton 19th. I had Everton rock bottom last season. It it absolutely. It, uh, it's. It baffles me that they didn't go down last season. I think it's an absolute miracle. Um, but they, they won't hold on this season. They are the most toxic club internally in the Premier League, and I think that automatically condemns them. I I, I don't see where goals are like come from. Um, terrible mm. window, obviously, because they don't have any money. Yeah, And just a very bad squad. A very, very bad squad. And a terrible owner. Manager's okay. 
but he's he's gonna leave. He's going to walk. Like that's that's just how I see it going. There'll be there'll be twentieth in late October, and then he'll be like a a call quits. This is terrible. I am. Um, oh. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, are we gonna? Will we just talk about everything now? Then, um, I. We all have I them in the bottom half, I, so this part of the, uh, the of the predictions. Yeah, you know, I. Th- I suppose we can. I just think everything are. Um, I think under Sean Dice, I think they'll improve a hell of a lot. I just look at their That's team and I, I, their, their first 11, and I think it's all right. Nah. I, they've got it's Pickford, Patterson slash Coleman, Keane Tarkowski. I back um, um, uh, Alan Godfrey as well. I back Allardyce to get a, a good showing out of those. Um, Allardyce. Ma- yeah, but that's Do what's I gonna happen. That? That's what's gonna happen. Sean Dice is gonna leave. Sam Allardyce is gonna come in. And Sean like, Dice. Oh. He, he's not going to do this. <laughs> what manager will be there from you know a period of the season onwards? Yep. Caretaker. history. Sorry. So yeah, Sean Dice. I think. I but like that back four thing is like the two young fullbacks. I think would be good, and then they've got the two centre backs that Sean Dice has worked with before. Midfield of Onana. Who, you know, he's been linked away all summer. He, he he's good. Decore, it just kind of gay. Garner, they're all like hardworking midfielders. Exactly what Sean Dyche wants. McNeil, who he's worked with before, uh, it will be who's who's probably been one of their better players. Uh, Dan Juma, who's solid winger, and Damari Gray. The key thing is if Calvert Loon stays fit. However, mm. Tom Tom Cannon, who sadly turned down Ireland, but he's an up-and-coming striker that maybe he can get the goals for them. And Neil Mopai is there as well to, I don't know, score against Arsenal, maybe, if, if, if you're lucky. <laughs> Neil, uh, Neil, Mopai, Neil Mopai is a League One striker. It's just not true. I fundamentally disagree with everything Ali has said, other than potentially a toxic board. Um, you know, they've got one of the... the in terms of a bottom half side, probably the best manager in the Premier League sure. for that situation. They've got a team that's lend itself to his style of play with big physical centre-backs, physical midfielders that Decore is a threat going forward. Uh, just kind of gay is a fantastic ball-winning midfielder. Well, fantastic. He's a good Premier League ball-winning midfielder. Anana has rightfully been linked, you know, to some fairly, you know, reputable clubs um they've got a really great team they've got a really great manager uh i've got them in 12th i, I think they're, they're the best of the rest uh, what i would say is between <laughs> sorry between wolves uh, uh, and west ham which is sort of roughly 16th to 11th that for yeah. me is very interchangeable like that yeah it, it, it doesn't really matter where you put them. Uh, on top of that, I think everyone remembers the the obviously the relegation battle because of the final, you know, the final day, which obviously matters that they went to the final day, you know, potentially being relegated. What, what you've got to remember though is they they had a, a manager in Frank Lampard who couldn't get the team working for him. 
set them up extremely badly in order for Sean Dyche to come in. Uh, and then on, on, on top of that, they're going into the next season with a lot of momentum, uh, a manager who's been there, done it before. And to be honest, the teams around them weren't far off. You know, Nottingham Forest, two points above them. Bournemouth, three points of points above them. It, let's remember Bournemouth don't have the same manager anymore either. Yeah. Uh, that well. um, yes, West Ham are undoubtedly going to improve. Wolves and Crystal Palace, they're un- unconvincing. I don't think it's a given that... I, I certainly don't think they'll go down. I think it's far from that. And I don't think it's a given that they'll be at the bottom half of the, of the, prim- the real bottom of the Premier League either. Wow. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll throw some stats your way as well. Uh, under stats, expected points had Everton last season in... Oh, they don't do it in a nice easy way. That's 17, 18th, 19th. No, sorry. You can you can sort 16th, it by 15th. on understat. You can sort it by expected points. You can sort it, but it, they don't do the numbers for you. Um, seventeenth, sixteenth, fifteenth. They had them in fourteenth on expected points, and sure. in Everton's preseason, they've only conceded one goal in five, and they've gone unbeaten. They, now, play, they also ask, played Neon, Wigan, Bolton, Stoke, and Sporting one one nil. Which Sporting okay. they beat Sporting one nil. They beat Sporting one nil. Yeah, I I, I think I think. Uh, Sean Dyche is going to work his magic and be like his old Burnley side and just be solid, safe by, you know, a couple, a couple months ago, they, they look safe and they'll roll over the line nice and easy. Where is Everton for you, Harry? Oh, I've got him 17th. I, I'm more with you. I, I don't think they're very good. I think that he's a good manager. But I'm looking at their results under him. He was there from February onwards last season. Very patchy. You know, they had a couple of high-profile wins, obviously against Arsenal and that big win at Brighton. But other than that, it was kind of a lot of inconsistency. So, you know, I know what you're saying about under Lampard, they were no good and weren't in a great position. But he was there for, you know, nearly 20 games there. And they were all right, but they weren't great. Um, And they've not really signed anyone. They've signed Dan Juma, who... Is a good player, and I think adds something to their attack. Ashley Young on a free. Ashley Young on a free. Not really an attacker at this stage in his career. I, yeah, I just look at it and think they, they're going to struggle to score goals. I know what you're saying, like you could get them organised and make them tough to beat, and he did that fairly well. They drew quite a lot of games, but I think again, I'm looking at it and thinking I don't see much improvement from them, and I see improvement from other sides. And actually, I see some other sides getting worse. So, one it kind of, of levels up to me. It's about the same position. One of them being one team that has been in the Premier League for quite some time in your 18th place, Harry. Yeah, I've got Wolves. Um, I mean, Wolves are an interesting one because I've been quite down on them for a few years now, and. I think they had one season where they were sort of quite good and were floating with sort of top six, top seven, ended up finishing 10th. Last year, they were very, very poor pre-World Cup. I think they were rock bottom or certainly near the bottom of the table. Uh, Lopetegui came in and let's have it right. Like, he saved them, really. They were good at home. They edged a lot of tight games at home. They kind of relied on their home form. I've said that three times there, just to kind of hammer the point home there. But they were strong at home. They obviously were solid. He he looks like he's going to go, if not before the first game. It doesn't look like he's long for the job. 
obviously they haven't really signed anyone. They've lost Ruben Neves to Saudi Arabia. They've lost um, Connor Cody. He's gone to Leicester, which I know he's sort of not been great. He wasn't there last season, but that's leadership. Um, Collins has gone to Brentford. I just look at their squad. You know, the, the goals have been a problem for a few years now. Um, and I know Jimenez hasn't been scoring, but they've not replaced him really since he obviously had that awful injury. Um, I suppose you, there's the guy they signed last season who obviously done his ACL before the season started who we've not had a look at. Maybe he had something to their attack, but I'm really struggling with Wolves, guys. I can't... I, I think it's going to be a really tricky season for them if it kind of plays out the way I'm expecting. The only reason yeah. Wolves stay up for me, I have them 17th, is because uh, there are three worst teams. That's it. Yeah. But... Losing yeah. so many and players it, and it's completely disputable, to be honest. Yeah, you know, I, I think that they're struggling. Yeah, real danger. Wolves, Wolves for me. Yeah, I, I, I can't really disagree with any of those points. But I look at their team and I just see like I don't know if it's just the names that are catching my eye. They have a lot of names, uh, and you're like, there's like you know, you sort of half rate every one of their players. You're like, oh, he's. He's, he's he's decent. So there's like this potential in there that if if they unlocked it, they could they get like you know they'd be well I won't say top half, but they could easily they'd be safe in eleventh or twelfth. Uh, like is it Cunha they signed for? Is it forty five? They've converted his loan. They converted his loan and converted trial or his loan. Um, yeah, permanence. Um. But like the the money the money for yeah forty four million for for Cunha, which is just crazy money, um, considering that we're we're not that fussed on him, um, yeah, um, you know he he could have come to Chelsea for that money, um, and be yeah. as <laughs> but what one great deal they've done is is they brought Matt Doherty back, and we all <laughs> like to see that, and that's why you have them in. I I have them where I have them I have them in sixteenth. Who's seventeenth? Seventeenth but um well I, I haven't covered my I have Bournemouth getting relegated. Oh yeah, I just talk about my eighteenth as well. That's controversial. That's yeah. very controversial. Okay. Um I didn't think I'd be second, if I'm honest. Yeah, George, yeah. Who's, who's, uh, who's your uh, final relegated team? Yeah, uh, w- w- um, my final relegated team is not Wolves there in 16 for me. My final relegated team is Nottingham Forest. Um, okay. okay. Same, same reasons as uh, pretty much last year. Obviously, not going to be dead last as I predicted last year. Um, people absolutely berated me for it. I don't think they were particularly good from the games I watched them in. Um, I don't think they played particularly great football. Um, the, the, everyone was hyping them up to do so. They ha- they've added players. They've not really taken too many players out other than the loans. They've not sort of renegotiated. Their team is far too big to manage. We've seen it at Chelsea that that just is not viable it, 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 for any manager. Um, so... I really see them struggling to, to, to manage that team. I also don't think the quality is really there. Uh, Gibbs White is fine. I, I still don't get the hype. Um, you know, their, their defenders, are, I think, are grossly overrated in terms of Aurier and, and um, 
yeah, looking at the I, other I, I think that's a terrible take. I, I, I agree with you with the squad size. However, I, I look at them and go, they've done all their business last year. And yeah. they've, they've managed to stay up. And but they've the got a business great wasn't good. They've got a great manager. But, that's, but it's like Chelsea. It's like there's too many players. And you can make the case there's, there still are too many players. But I back them to... to Get rid of like probably not on good deals, but get rid of a lot of the the deadwood there. Um, I I I see quality in this squad. I like Brennan Johnson's if, if he stays. Anthony Alanga is good. Uh, Awanini, who we didn't really get to see an awful lot of. Uh, Gibbs White, I think he's good. He's came off a great under twenty ones. Um, you uh, was it Euros? Uh, Lee Carsley, Irish international manager of that. Uh, yep. Just sort of dropped that in there. Um, fingers crossed. Um, and Nico Williams, uh, Danilo, who was that Brazilian guy who who came through at the end and looked looked yeah. quite exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the backline is good. Felipe really impressed me when he against Chelsea. Um, I I I back them that. They've got a much more settled squad now. Like the, the, they'll have worked out who they want to keep, who is good enough, and Cooper is 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 a great manager. I I have uh, I have them seventh. No, I have them in twelfth. Twelfth position. Not again for us. One one thing I'd counter on this, uh, Fergus. I, I think when you're down the bottom of the table. Momentum is a huge factor, especially the first five games. They've got Arsenal, Man United, and Chelsea in their first five games. Like, yes, they've got Sheffield United and Burnley, um, but they've scored two, uh, two or three goals in preseason. They they haven't scored in the last four, uh, and one of them is Leeds as well, who are absolutely dreadful. So I don't know how they haven't scored against them. They look uh, they, to me, they're just an underwhelming side that everyone seems to. To see something, I, I don't. I just, I don't see the potential and the the quality that other people do. But yeah, I just don't see it. Especially, especially teams around them are improving, and I think teams that struggled last year, like Everton and West Ham, um, ha- have man for man better teams and better quality players. So I, I just, I just see them. I see them struggling. I see them going down. Um, just, but in that eighteenth spot, you know, it's not, it's not. It's not going to be a, um, you know, bottom of the league. So I don't. They are. They are. They are lacking an Irishman, which is hard to do with how many players they have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I feel like George. I see where he's coming from. I again just don't see how it holds up with Everton twelfth. I just don't see. I just don't see how. Yeah. That's the um, elephant in the room. The, the, but, the but front, anyway. I, I think they've got great quality in their front line. I yeah, think they're much better than Everton. Much better. They're gonna score. Yeah. They might score like between one and a half two times goals. The Everton, the Everton are gonna score. Mm. Uh, anyway, yeah. so okay, relegated teams then for George. You have Luton, Sheffield United, and Nottingham Forest. Uh, so you're cap a little bit here. Uh, Harry has Sheffield United in twentieth, Luton, and Wolves. And then do, do Sheffield, Luton, and Bournemouth for Fergal. Bournemouth. I need you to tell me more about Bournemouth. I have Luton, Sheffield, uh, uh, Luton, Everton, Sheffield United, twentieth to eighteenth. Uh, why Bournemouth eighteenth? 
Um, it's just Bournemouth, isn't it? Um, Have uh, you done your research on Anthony Harold? Oh. Yeah, well, you know, you know what? I, I, um, well, come, well, come on to that now. I, I wasn't happy. Dave hmm. got rid of a short king in Gary O'Neill, who done yeah. a fantastic job, mm. and they brought in some tall fucker from Spain. No, it's not on. I think it's just pure discrimination. I think it's... Yeah. I, I think that's what it is. And, wow. and uh, honestly, that was the deciding factor for me. It was, I, was, I was weighing it up. I was like, do I, do I not? And then I remembered that, and I goes, Bournemouth, Bournemouth will regret the day they sacked the short king. And... and uh, uh, and, and, and that's why and, and you know you can bring in your fancy pants Spanish manager so how many times have we seen that fail how many times is, is that is that not going well for a, a side I, I, it's a much of a muchness with some of the other sides I like Solanke uh, in fairness uh, it'd be nice to see David Brooks back yeah um, the, the, the side doesn't totally do it for me, but then I really didn't see them staying up last season either. But they haven't really improved upon it, and yeah, they, they, they just don't do much for me. It's just, so, but let's, let's mainly, mainly because they got rid of a short king. Let's keep talking about Bournemouth because we have two different camps here. We have George and Fergal. George, uh, you have Bournemouth in what position? 17th, yeah. So 17th. I think I'll stay up, but yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, nothing to add, really. Look, I, I think they've brought in a good manager, but you know, one, the Premier League's a completely different beast. Um, two, they haven't sure. added to a team that I think everyone predicted to go down last season. Uh, I think Philip Billing might keep them up, um, and Slanky if he stays fit, they're the two players mm. that, that I would take out to to go. They can really, really help them. Um, Neto's a good keeper as well, but mm. uh, you know, mm. it's it's probably it's probably more more of a, um, a an emotional thing putting Forest down rather than, rather than Bournemouth uh, staying up. I, I think there's three worse teams than them in in those three. But it, it, to, to be honest, you know, my Wolves sixteenth, Bournemouth seventeenth, Nottingham Forest eighteenth. I, I see all three of them as as you know, last day of the season. Um, yeah, now, but... here's here's my here's where I struggle with this because last season they finished fifteenth, and like they added. So Hammy Junior Trier as an attacking midfielder, he's he's actually pretty good. Justin Kluivert, that's incredible depth, and Milos mm. uh, mm. left back. I feel Is like Kluivert if you look any at good? Squad, I feel like it would say what? Is Kluivert any good? Yeah, he's decent. Like he, I swear he's been to about three clubs in, in four years. Yeah, and he's been on a always, lot of loans. It's always been a downgrade. Like. He's, been, he's been on a lot of loans, but I, I, th I think he will have found um, his level like pretty comfortably. I, th I think he'll probably contribute between 10 and 15 goals. Five goals, seven assists, something like that. What? Um, yeah. All competitions. Yeah, I'll come. Sure, all competitions. You better, you better hope he get hat, scores a hatful in 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 the league cup. Uh, no, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't I don't find it outrageous that he would get five goals in the league. 
Did you say 11 assists? Uh, seven. Seven. Oh, four. Yeah. Was the, the, the 10 to 15 region goal contributions, all competitions, is what mm, I see I from think, Joseph Glover if he I starts, think... because they also have Marcus Savonier, who had an excellent season with them last season. Oh, but right. Well, yeah, at... I did not caveat. Right. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> but they, they actually have, have some good depth, except in the, in the double pivot in midfield. This is a bit of a problem. I think they need one more player there possibly because if they have an injury it's curtains uh no problems there uh, yeah sure uh they're fine they're fine i think the other thing about bournemouth is that they they're really improved on the manager bournemouth are gonna be fun bournemouth are gonna be very fun so what so iraiola was at ryan vaicano they beat barcelona and real madrid what they do super well is off the ball just work rate but that it's not like Leeds United swarming um it's actually very uh like organized in terms of who to press when and then on the attack they're pretty direct but what they do super well is they somehow like overload one side and then you see a switch coming to someone like a late runner from the right and then that runner would score uh, because he's one-on-one. So I feel like Bournemouth is going to be... Obviously, they're going to have to be a little bit more defensive. And they're going to get... Um, like, they're they're worse than the rest of the teams. And they're not going to have a lot of possession. But when they win it back, they're going to break very quickly. And I think you're going to see a lot of one-on-one chances. And it just depends on whether their strikers can, can score these chances. Uh, but if they convert a good amount of them, they'll be absolutely fine. I have Bournemouth 12th. Because of this, twelve. Uh, twelve. I have born with twelve. Uh, uh, but sorry, again, but... like it's it's the same as everybody else in that bottom half. Every, anyone in those can get relegated. That's 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 mm. real. Quick with the caveats. You know, he's coming. Ah, uh, you know, they like some twelve, but then they might also get relegated. And and Justin Clymer, you might get fifteen no. goals and become the what best I... winger in the best, but he might just not start at all and might not get on the pitch and just be quite alone somewhere. I... <laughs> what I know for sure is that Bournemouth will be very solid, absolutely fine. Will not go down and finish just above, just below the bottom, the the mid table, so like upper bottom half. There you go. Um, okay. I feel like that's what's gonna what's what's gonna happen. F- Harry, where do you have? So them? you're saying they're definitely not going down. They are definitely not going down. Bournemouth are oh. definitely oh. not going down. That's, that's more like uh, okay on the record. Yeah. On the record. See, uh, see, see if, if if we make it lucky enough, if Bournemouth do still and we make, and we are lucky enough to uh, make it into their edit of everybody writing them off, Ali, Ali might be in there at the end with with their they're definitely not going <laughs> down. And you're and you're wearing Bournemouth colours as well. You're giving yourself a great chance there. No, 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 no. I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied. <laughs> I have Bournemouth eleventh. Uh, yeah, the police say you're having them eleventh. Yeah, I do. You actually have not Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that is. I remembered it long. Uh, Harry, Harry, you go, you go for it. You have him closer to me than these two, I think. I've sort of split the difference, really, mate, between you and George. I've got him 14th. Um, More I think George. I like their attackers, as you've kind of already mentioned. You know, I, I think they've got good depth in the in the wide areas. I think the the concern would be the defense, but then I also think that you need the ability to win games, like. 
you look at teams down the bottom, you'd much rather lose, you know, the vast majority of games, but be able to sort of win 10 or 11 than just draw a load. And when I look at them and compare them to someone like Everton, Everton might lose less games, but I just don't see them being able to score enough goals to win enough games in a sort of direct comparison to, to Bournemouth. So they just excite me a little bit more. You've already spoken about the manager. Um, I actually thought they played some pretty good stuff last season, Bournemouth at times. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, I, I, I think there are, well, I've got them 14th. I think there's, you know, six worse teams than them, simply put. So. Lovely. I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, but you do, can, I, can I suggest that we do Burnley next? Yeah. I'm interested yeah, to see yeah, where I'm everybody else has Burnley. Burnley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Burnley just staying up. Just staying up? Okay. Anywhere between the, like 13th, 14th, and 17th, 18th is not an outrageous pick for Burnley. Yeah. Like, well, they're, they're, hard, one, they're hard to predict. One thing I'm interested in, which was the downfall of... Um, Leicester, uh, sadly, Southampton, um, and uh, who was the other team with then? Leeds. Yeah, Leeds as well, actually. The goalkeeper. And they've gone for a risky business of signing a young goalkeeper who had is a really high ceiling, but has just had experience in League One. Sounds familiar? Yes. Mm. Uh, um, yes, my heart City as well, right? Yeah, from City as well, yeah. Um, and last season it was it was a big issue for the teams that went down is that they just mm. didn't have a good enough goalkeeper, really. Um, yeah. And I do wonder if, if history will repeat itself there. Um, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of talent in that team as well. Um and and a, and a lot of depth to it, um and a lot of Irish, um yeah, which is all. Uh, J- uh, Josh Cullen, who's going to be, I'm really interested to see how he steps up. He he's solid for Ireland, um, but see how how he steps up in the Premier League, and then Daryl Shea, I think he's ready for this. I think he's he'll be he'll be a starter by the end of the season. Okay. Uh, what can you tell us about Michael Femi? Obafemi, he's he has his moments. I I wouldn't be surprised if if he is get transferred out in January though. Um, oh. with the with the because they've brought in players ahead of him, he didn't even get into the team. Um, because they brought him in in January last season. Yeah, I think. I think so. And then um, they but he didn't really get into that team. And I think Barn or. Yeah, Ashley Barnes was was ahead of him, um, and they also so, brought in another striker, Zeki Amdouni, twelve goals in twenty four point four nineties last season with Basel. Exactly. So, I I actually don't know if Obafemi's in their plans, uh, but he's a good sub, really good sub to have, I'd say, for 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 uh, a side of Burnley's level. See where Veghorst ends up as well. Um, but yeah, Obafemi has his moments, but he's been disappointing for Ireland as well, so I can't really hype him up too much, unfortunately. George, where? Yeah, I've got Burnley 15th. I think like it's just the perfect position for them. 
you know, between 18th and, and like you said, wherever it may be for, for themselves mid-table. So, you know, it's, it's, just a, it's just a matter of, you know, can Vincent Company's, you know, player's style of play when he's under the cosh, you know, when he's got superior teams, that's to, you know, remain to be seen. Um, uh, inexperienced manager in, in, in a lot of ways. So it's a bit of a wild card. I, I just think in terms of the feeling around the club, it, it's probably a lot better than, than, you know, the teams I put below them in terms of Wolves, Bournemouth and, and well, maybe not Forest, but, um, and then the, the two other promoted teams that are just not as, not as good in, in terms of quality and that showed in the championship. So yeah, they're 15 for me could easily get relegated. Don't, see them going higher, much higher than than, than 13th, 14th, but mm-hmm. you know, you never know in the Premier League. 13th, 14th is, is right about where Harry has them. Yeah. Not loads to add, if I'm honest. It was one of those where I kind of put everyone else on there and they sort of fell into place for me, really. Um, kind of, as George mentioned, they were very good in the Championship. I think, obviously, company's pretty well regarded as a manager. The only... I would sort of push back on is I think he sold us a dud in Sammy Laconga. I don't know quite what he was seeing there. Um, next, Patrick Vieira. And they're getting linked with him again, so we'll sort of see if he kind of follows through with that one. But uh, I think they'll be all right. I think they've got that Premier League experience. I think albeit it'll be a different style that you see from them um, oh, yeah. compared to what came previously. But again, it's one of those where I think the bottom half, as we said at the start, like there's a real cluster of kind of six, seven teams that you're looking at. I honestly could finish in any, you know, order really. And they're in that kind of cluster for me. So They're in the cluster. Remember when I said Bournemouth 12th and then corrected myself and put them 11th? It was because uh, Burnley are 12th. Um, I'm pretty bullish about Bournemouth. I feel like they're going to surprise a lot of people with just how comfortable the players that they have. Na- uh, Burnley, Burnley, Burnley. Um, I'm. I think people are going to be surprised by the quality of the players um, because people haven't seen them yet. But they were so comfortable in the championship last season that it gives me Fulham vibes. Like I think they're going to be the the Fulham of this season where they just start really well. Uh, let's see what their first five games are. They actually start with Man City, which is going to be difficult, but. Luton, Villa, and Tottenham, I wouldn't be surprised if they get results in two of these three. Um, certainly against Luton, you expect mm. them to win. Uh, and then Forest, you know, they, that can be a win. Um, so, good start, and they carried it on, in, in my opinion. The interesting thing is that they don't have any other left-backs apart from Charlie Taylor, which is a bit worrisome. Maybe Nathan Redmond is going to cover there or something? I, I have no well, idea. Well, she can play left-back. No, I can um, back. Okay. A, a very defensive left back, but he can't do it. Mm. Like Joe Gomez at Liverpool. Better. Better than Joe Gomez at Liverpool. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. West Ham. I'm keen to talk about West Ham. Because they haven't done anything. Mm. And that's why. I'll talk about West Ham. I'll talk about West Ham. Um, basically, we haven't spoken really in you know a couple of months, have we? And obviously. The Declan Rice saga played out in that time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I see. Um, 
West Ham, in my opinion, and I'm not just saying this because they, you know, dragged the saga out and it was, to be honest with you, quite stressful um, as a fan and I'm sure for the club, but they've not gone about this the right way because it's obviously very high profile. It's ended up being the biggest English transfer ever, fee, uh, biggest transfer fee paid for English player. And that's great and all, like, good for them. They can wear it as a badge of honour, add it to the trophy cabinet, blah, blah, blah. But the problem once you do that, and this is what they're finding out now, is absolutely no one is rushing to give you a good deal when you want their players. Because they know that you've just... And they made such a big deal about this bastard payment structure. They want this much of it up front. So they can't even use the old, oh, well, we'll do it in instalments excuse. Because guess what, lads? You've dragged the deal out and basically had our trousers down that's great and all but these things they sort of come around anyway they haven't made any signings yet um that's a big part of it is they're not getting fees that kind of reflect the sort of players they're trying to buy um and albeit they don't want to get ripped off by clubs they're trying to buy from but it's leaving them in a really awkward position to start the season um i do think the sort of overall quality of their squad is still there. I know they've lost the you know their best player, but I think someone like um, Lucas Paqueta will step up. I think you've got Bowen still there. They do need a centre forward. I think. Uh, I think sort of Skamak has gone today, and Antonio sort of being linked with a move away. But even if he stays, I still think they need another striker. Um, but they've got good enough players, I think, to sort of not. I think last season was a really poor performance from them to be anywhere near the relegation battle, given where they were in the sort of previous seasons before that. Mm. Um, I think they're obviously contending in the Europa League, which maybe they go out of quite quickly um, on this occasion, given how much they struggled with the Conference League Premier League schedule last year. I'd be surprised if they sort of took it deep again, but if they do, that's kind of an added challenge. Um, I don't have a lot more to add. I just thought I'd add that they were, you know, they're pretty stupid. I think if you compare what they did to the uh, the way Villa went about replacing Grealish, where they'd essentially signed, uh, it was Danny Ings, Bailey, and there was one other player, uh, Buendia. They'd signed them already, and then they sort of agreed the deal with Man City, and you had kind of already replaced them before you went. And I'm not saying that you have to sign five players to replace Declan Rice, but it's just the case of making a massive deal about getting this transfer fee kind of only gets you so far, I think, and, and and it's sort of proven to be the case. And the funny part about this now is they're getting linked with trying to sign Balogun off us, which, well, I don't think we'll be rushing to give them a good deal, that's for sure, if that if that is if there's any truth in that whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, can I go next on West Ham? Because you touched on the squad there and their, their depth on what they need. Need strikers, definitely. It's such a thin squad. It's the same problem Liverpool yep. have to start the season. Spoiler. Liverpool aren't doing well. It's such a thin squad. They can't start that way. And they have the first five games are difficult. So you got Bournemouth. If you were to ask me what the outcome of this is, draw or Bournemouth win to, to start the season. If they start that way, we're recording on uh, August 7th. Uh, so, you know, quite a lot can happen for the rest of the week. Don't know. But Chelsea, Brighton, Luton, West Ham could win that easily. And then Man City. That's a really tricky start. I fear yeah. for them for in that regard. I feel like if they if they don't 
start off well in these and they still have this like they have like disagreements between like the board and David Moyes about who they want to bring in as well and there doesn't seem to be a cohesive transfer yeah the technical director yeah uh yeah the technical director and and uh and David Moyes I I just don't see this going well at all and with the with the Thursday Sunday schedule and everything I just feel like they have a first half of the season where relegation is a question and then they finish 16th with maybe like a 5 point difference or something I just don't see it going well at all I I hear, I hear I hear what you're both saying obviously uh, Harry, yours was 12th, was it? Um, yeah, I've got them 12th. Yeah. I just think that they've got better players than the team below them. I, I, take, I, I mean, looking at their squad, I agree with Ali. Like, it's not a deep squad. I just look at looking at kind of the 11. If they can keep most of it fit, I just think it kind of is better than a lot of the other 11s. I was and they are, are going to sign players. Like, they have 120 mm-hmm. million yeah. plus whatever else yeah. money they have. That you would think um, they will, but it's been really slow that I, I'm just like... Where? Yeah, no. It, as, as I said, it's such poor planning not to have like because they knew they were going to get 100, around 100 million for Declan Rice. Just go out yeah. and mm. get the replacement. I think. I think there was. Well. I think what they were. It looks like they were going to try and get Polina from Fulham, and then that was scuppered whenever he had his injury. Um, but you should be more prepared and have have, have a backup plan. But um, then they're going in for Harry Maguire, where, where centre-back, in my opinion, is one of their stronger positions. I don't yeah. feel like that's an immediate thing that they need to strengthen. And uh, um, Harry Maguire definitely suits the David Moyes team, but you're going to get him big wages. Sorry, excuse me. Big wages... Um, it's going to be. It's not going to be a cheap transfer fee mm. or a super cheap transfer fee, and then he's 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 an older player. It's not going to have much resale. To me, that whenever you haven't got um, too many young centre backs, that looks like an opportunity. If you are going to strengthen in centre back, try and get somebody young there, because um, you're you're just going to have to replace all of these guys very very soon. Um, and then midfield, well, they're, they're going to get somebody, but I, I, I haven't been keeping up to date with who they've been linked with. But the, the, the thing I find with West Ham is, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with pretty much it, but I echo all, all of what you, you guys sorry, said. George, sorry, before oh, you before goes, carry on, Fergal's uh, predicted finish, what's it for West Ham? Yeah, Fergal, where do you see West Ham finishing? I have them finishing 11th. Outrageous. Outrageous. Just because of the, 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 the strength of the first team, similar to Harry. But I, I, it just with, with how they... Um, I, where were they ranked, actually? They're ranked 10th on uh, the amount of wages they have. Uh, mm. Wage spent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... My my perspective of them being disappointed is coming from like they should the, all the all the hype that they have like yeah. winning a, a European trophy. Yeah, they they just should be kicking on even more and just be a better run club than they are. Uh, it always seems like one step forward, two steps back with West Ham. Yeah, um, going back to like the Pirate season and, and all that, they just never seem to capitalize on 
on on a good season. Um, but I I still think that that they should be solved enough. And they're gonna, they'll probably bring in three players, but they, and those three players should all be solid. The thing I found with West Ham is uh, I, I, uh, they've got poor depth, yes. They will sign, but they will sign players. And, and on top of that, they've got the attraction of European football. They probably will have to pay a premium, like, like Harry said, one, because they're in you know, the Europa League. So anyone who's got European football has to pay a premium. And then secondly, obviously, the, the Arsenal situation. Um, they do need a striker at, at a centre mid. But apart from that, I, I would say they, they, they've, they've, got a, they've got a top 10 team. Uh, you know, not just not just their first 11. I'd, I'd say their backups for, for all of their defence is, is, you know, sound. Um, yeah. You know, there's two full-backs on both sides are sound. Their, their centre-backs are all, I would say, you know, competent. I'd say Kurt Zuma, for me, is pushing for best of the rest when he's not kicking kicking cats. Um, and so, uh, in terms of their team, you know, they just need a CDM and a striker. I like Danny Ings as well. I really like Danny Ings as a, as a player. And I think he, could, he can yeah. regain that form. I don't think he's a player that relies on, you know, a, a great deal of pace. So, won't have dropped off because of his, you know, um, injuries and age. Um, yeah, um, and a decent manager. So, I've, I've got them in, in 11th on, on the premise that they will add to their team. Um, on the back of Rice, yeah. I haven't really considered Europa League being a factor in terms of just a n- number of games. I don't think it's a great. I think it's overestimated a little bit. Um, you know, European games. Uh, I, I think when when that gets said about these sort of clubs like Leicester and, and West Ham, and, and probably will be said about Newcastle. What I find is that the the squad itself is actually just not a European squad and therefore they've overachieved and the next season they perceive to underachieve i.e. not hit Europe or anywhere near Europe is really just for me a leveling out to where they actually should be so I think 11th is is a realistic you know position for West Ham and I actually don't think they should be disappointed if it is between 11th and 15th if they're in a relegation scrap, you know it's red flags because of the high wage um, and ambitions. But but I, I don't think they need to be pushing for Europe this season. No, no, absolutely not. Um, I think the European, the Conference League has like has given them credit in the bank with, for the fans enough to go. Okay, let's um, let's build on this rather than. And yeah. that's why I feel like it's going to be such a disappointing season for West Ham because again they won't be able to because their transfer strategy is non-existent. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm doing it under the premise of they won't sign anyone significant. Uh, they won't add anyone um, that can actually win them points. So uh, yeah, I do. I do worry. I do worry. They're currently getting linked to Scott McTominay and uh, and, ha- and Harry Maguire, as I was saying. And like people are making the point that like a <laughs> a midfield of Thomas Suchek and Scott McTominay. Um, you know, Pakatala definitely is the star quality in that, but it's 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 not the most inspiring. Like you, you need somebody to be able to, be able to feed the ball into Pakatala to, to then get the best out of him. Exactly. Um, well, Maguire is a good is a okay ball player if you actually play him as a left side of centre back. Uh, which is play him in midfield. 
Just play him in field. Just play him. He's a deep line playmaker. Let him pop it about. Uh, Fulham. Quite keen to talk about Fulham now. Because yeah. uh, it, it's been a dramatic summer. I I don't know. They're a very unknown quantity, this. Because we don't know what's happening with Mitrovic. Hmm. Marco Silva is a bit unsettled there for very briefly during the summer series. Mm, don't know. <laughs> I have a 15th, but it's not based on anything apart from Mitrovic or Raul Jimenez, a bit of a downgrade. Mm. But, like, I, I, I think I'm having like a not, really good season again. Uh, not top half, but, you know. Is the Mitrovic deal not done, then? Mitrovic's no. deal not done. Not yet. Okay. And then yeah, uh, Calvin Bassey, which, okay. I, I've been ruling him, uh, like, I've just considered him gone. I I thought I thought it was I thought somebody gave it the here we go so I I um I just assumed it was a done deal. Um, but I think yeah. he will go. I'm I'm giving the fifteenth under the premise that he is going, or at least not yeah. having as good a season because he's unhappy because the transfer didn't go through or whatever. So like I have him fourteenth. I could. Uh, I actually think I might be a bit too high in hindsight now. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Because of like the what what I I was looking at them and then I was comparing around the teams around them and if you take out Polina and take out Mitrovic, Polina because of the injury, um, their team drops off considerably in my opinion. Um, William also might be uh, yeah. on the move in a really yeah, strange situation. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I feel for them. I if things go badly, I think Fulham could get relegated this season. Yeah. Um, That's not a bad shot. No, I tell you. It it and Marco Silva, he's not the most stable manager. He's not no. like in fairness to him in fairness to him, he's turned down an awful lot of money. Um mm. so far anyway. Um so credit to him for that, um to to not go to Saudi Arabia. But Marco Silva, when the going gets tough, he tends to jump ship um, and uh, find a nice landing spot in, in another Premier League team. So I'll be interested to see how, uh, if, if things don't start well and things do turn sour, will he stick about or, or could it all go sour or just all go to pot? I'm interested that you're looking down for like Fulham 15th or 14th and down. For me, I've got them, I've got the 14th, but looking up. So mm. I, I don't I, I don't see them dropping below 15th. I mean, they've got a good manager. Yeah, but it's it's a little bit precarious. I think that's a it's a fair uh, point. But I think that Marcus Silva is a manager. Um, I think maybe not underrated now, but when he was at Fulham at the start of last season was, was criminally underrated. And I said that last season that I think they had a better manager and that, you know, than the rest of the bottom three, even though predicting them to go down. Um, and I, I, I think you saying, you know, Jimenez is a downgrade on Mitrovic is a, you know, slightly harsh, truthfully. I mean, I mean, he's, He's a really good striker. Yes, he's got. He's, Let's look he's at the goals. Had his no, 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 but you, no, no, but not anymore. No, he's gone for three seasons since no, the head injury. Yeah, to be fair, like it's, it's, it's a head injury. But I, I, killer, but. I, I think that's, that's explainable. I think that's a red. Is it is explainable? But I think it's a red, red herring. I think he is still. It's not, it's not a red herring. How can he be a red herring? There is a world 
It's not a red herring. I, I, I just, I'm baffled. Like, what? But it's like it feels a bit cool. It, but like he. <laughs> But, uh, like, hey, there is a world, to be fair, where we're all him and he, he's, like, he's bad at heading. Is that what you meant to say? Wow. Well, oh. <laughs> uh, there is a world where Raul Jimenez gets back in form, uh, like, before COVID form. And I really yeah. hope that happens, because the way he, he dropped off is very cruel. But I don't, I don't know. I can I see it. It's a big task. Maybe yeah, Mitrovic got fifty. What did he get? Fifteen goals last season. Mitrovic is not getting fifteen goals. There's, there's no way on goals. A lot of them were penalties. A lot of them were penalties. Yeah, I know. I know. But 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 and he actually look, missed quite a few penalties. I'm, I'm a big backer. Well, Hemen has 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 ten goals over the last two seasons. That's okay. There you go. That's fine. Ten goals over two seasons is 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 a fine return for it. It's not. Uh, it's terrible it is, as a striker. It it's not, the, not for the bottom half. It's not. It's, not, it's a, for bottom half of striker. Bottom half didn't. team, mate. But, yeah, but they didn't, he didn't he's play that much. Wolves, he's not going from Wolves to you know a great side, is he? I think on Fulham, I well, I've got him sixteenth for two. The, the reasons are twofold. Firstly. You mentioned about goalkeepers earlier, Fergal. Bert Lelo was one of the best goalkeepers in the league last year for Fulham. He yeah. really overplayed. Like, he was excellent. And I'm not yeah. saying he'll just drop off a cliff. But part of why they performed as well as they did was because he was excellent for them. And obviously Mitrovic was, you know, chipped in with whatever it was, 15 goals. They massively overperformed their metrics last year. Like, the most of any side in the entire league. It was the yes. biggest disparity. That the metrics they put up suggest they should have been far closer to actually being in a relegation battle than what they ended up being. They got off to a hot start and they were just way clear of it by Christmas. I don't see that happening this time. I think they'll be far closer to it. And there's a few, as you say, rumblings beneath the surface. You've got the manager, you've got Mitrovic is unhappy, William's unhappy, potentially he might go. The Palina situation looks like he's going to stay now, but he's obviously starting the season injured. I just think there's a few things there combined with the fact that I actually don't think they were that good last season they they overachieved with where they finished but I was never as big on them as kind of their league position at various points in in the season was far higher than it should have been given the performances they were putting in it's, it's I, the truth George that you know I, 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 <laughs> I agree that's why I've got them that's why I've got them in 14th I think they're 14th looking, I don't up. They're looking up then I, like I, maybe because of their performance last year where they finished on paper but no, but not, just, not even, not even that. I've them. I, I put them testing tonight. I've, I've moved them down a place. I've sold you on it. Yeah, I, I even, I've even taught myself into it. We're like, like the, to replace the goals, the, to, to try and replace Mitrovic's goals is they literally have not done it. Like, Finish is a good player. The, as a striker, Vinicius. I don't think player. those two get 15 goals between them. I'd be amazed. Yeah, they do. <laughs> By the way, well, him as. Raul Jimenez scored in the the most recent friendly against Hoffenheimer. Um, just, uh, just put that that um, that goal in there. It's not the Killian Murphy German team of Hoffenheimer. I've just yeah, I've had them right there. But anyway, I, I don't think. Yeah, we've all got the fourteenth, fifteenth. I, I just think. I don't see that. I, I I just don't think they're worse than Wolves, Bournemouth, Forest, um, Sheffield United, and and, and Luton, and and. Therefore, and I don't think they're actually close to them. Therefore, they should be looking up at Crystal 
sort of alluded to my next pick above them, but you know the the likes of Everton, West Ham. And... I I think I think um, I think Wolves have a better defence in midfield than Fulham. If if once Polinia comes back, Fulham's midfield gets a hell of an upgrade. Yeah, they were yeah. reliant on him last year. Until, yeah. until that until that point, I I think Wolves have a have a better defence and on midfield, and then the attack definitely have two better wingers, and it's just a a mm. battle of the shit strikers. Uh, <laughs> so I I I, I think Wolves. I think Wolves look a hell of a lot stronger than Fulham. Crystal Palace, you alluded to it, George. Where do you where do you have the finish? Yeah, I've got the one above Fulham at thirteenth, and that, I think that concludes my my eleventh to twentieth. I could be wrong um, if I'm not a, a, mm. a, yeah, a team, but yeah, I mean Crystal Palace thirteenth uh, is perfect perfect place for them because they're boring. I mean uh, they've got some exciting. Uh, forward players but they're never going to push Europe um, and they're never going to get relegated so that automatically makes them makes them boring um, even though they've got <laughs> a, an exciting squad yeah Roy Hodgson as well I mean man let him retire just let him just 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 watch the sidelines they I think they they must be working with him on contingency plans um, uh, if they're not I, yeah I, I don't know, you, know right. you have to have a contingency plan contingency plan for Roy Hodgson because he, he might not make it to the end of the season. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a horrible thing to in, say. In but... more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> God, God um, love him. Um, touch wood, by the way. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you, yeah. You, you like Edwards would that. Well, he wouldn't anymore, actually. No. But, um, I like keeping this. They, they've got an interesting squad, but, but they're a boring team. Um, sure, and, uh, sure. Boring position uh, in the league. I, 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 the, uh, Crystal Palace for me, I'm actually uh, depending on if Elise goes. I think that I think they are solid, but again, if they replace um, uh, Zaha, um, and um, I, I don't think they they have any fears of getting relegated, but I do wonder if it might get a wee bit close at some point. Um, if Elise goes, it depends on who they bring in. In fairness, their, their transfer business of recent has been very good, but um, it, I, I don't think it it's uh, it, it could potentially go go worse than what people are thinking. But I ha- I do like their squad as it stands. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I do and, too. And 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 Eze looks like he's he's coming into it red yeah. hot, and we all love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I think they finished thirteenth again. It's boring because they they're not like fighting for anything Europe, but they're not fighting for anything relegation either, and they're just there. But they have very fun players. Get a striker though, and you'll be much better. Like if you get a striker that can score goals, fifteen a season. They they can have just a chance like of entering the 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 top half. Should have uh, bought Raul Jimenez, right? They should have. Uh, Nah, nah, Bargain nah, four nah. million. That's an absolute nah, steal. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, but yeah, I have them thirteenth. Uh, Harry, anything to add there? Where do where do you where do you have them? I don't have anything to add. I've got them eleventh, and I, I I mean I'm looking at this squad now. Like I do like it. I I sort of again. It's one of those where this bottom Somewhere. half is so congested, and I've yeah. just gone yeah, chuck them yeah. there. Like yeah. I like you know probably half a dozen of their players. I think they've got some good attack 
attacking players. It'd be interesting to see how they do replace Zaha, as you've said. Mm. Um, again, I, I, it's difficult to feel that strongly about them because they kind of will hover in and around that kind of between 11th and 14th every season. And even last year, like they flirted with relegation for a bit, but then they just end up nowhere near it. But they also end up nowhere near kind of pushing for Europe, which is what you'd expect. It's just... Look, not to discredit them as a club, like, I think that they're doing great for kind of the level they're at to be a solid, like, established Premier League team. You know, after this is their 10th season, I think, in the Premier League in a row, like, yeah, fair play to them on that. Um, it's it's just one of those, like, every season when you're predicting where Palace will finish, it's kind of one, probably one of the narrowest dispersions because they do just kind of end up in a very similar spot on the table every year, so. Not much more to add. I think that wraps it up. The interesting thing here is that we all agree on 11th to 20th. We have all and just had a different order. the top half and the top half and the bottom half and the bottom half. We agree there. That says, though, like, does that say that the bottom half is just really poor in quality and we can't see mm. any kind of breaking into the top 10? Mm. Or is it sort of the case that there actually are, you know, maybe eight or nine really, really good teams? Like, I'll be honest, not to sort of spoil too much for tomorrow, but like, nine of them, I'd be absolutely amazed if any weren't in the top half. Like, I'd, I'd be absolutely gobsmacked. There's one I sort of am looking at, I'm thinking, you know, they, they could, and we'll come to it tomorrow, but, like, I, mm. the, the others... Exact I'll same situation just, like, here. I'd, yeah. be, I'd be gobsmacked if any weren't in the top nine, uh, top ten, and top. probably top nine. If I'm honest, yeah. So. Exact, exact same situation. Uh, I think we'll be in agreement on a lot of those tomorrow. Um, yeah. But it should be interesting because we have quite a few differences in a couple of teams. But um, yeah. Uh, wait, did I ever talk about Nottingham Forest? Doesn't matter. I have the fourteenth. Right. This is the end of the bottom half. Um. Tomorrow, which is Thursday for you guys, Tuesday for us, will be the top half. So um, keep your eyes peeled for that. It's great to be back, boys. It's great it to be back. It's a good feeling do, do, to record again. Absolutely. Do you want to do one quick run through of each of our teams, yes. Ali, if you've got it written down? Just a quick fire. I got it. Uh, so we will start with... I'm going to go with Harry first. Harry has 20th to 11th. The three relegated teams are Sheffield United, Luton, Wolves, then Everton, Fulham, Forest, then Bournemouth, Burnley, West Ham, and Crystal Palace. That is Harry. Whereas, George, you, sir, have Luton bottom, Sheffield United, Nottingham Forest going down, Bournemouth just staying up, which I, it's interesting, uh, Wolves, and then Burnley and Fulham. And then Crystal Palace, Everton in 12th, which I think is the wildest prediction out of all... Wait. 10? 10. 40 predictions. Uh, and, and West Ham in 11th. And then... You just get, I updated mean, mine, so mine's in the chat. Uh, yours is in the chat. You read it off, then. I can't be bothered okay. to go back to the chat. <laughs> I have Sheffield United, Luton 10, Bournemouth... Uh, Getting relegated. Burnley in 17th, uh, just staying up. Fulham, Wolves, Crystal Palace, Everton, Nottingham Forest in 12th, West Ham in 11th. Everton 13th. It's weird, man. It's weird. We'll see. I have Luton 20th, Everton 19th, and I feel very strongly about this. Sheffield United 18th, 
So the, these are the three gold down. Wolves, West Ham, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, Crystal Palace, Burnley, Bournemouth. Burnley, Bournemouth are going to be two of the fun, you know, when it comes, when the week comes where they play each other, we call it like sort of a hipster derby, that sort of thing. They're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, so that's our 20th to 11th. That's the bottom half. Um, and then tomorrow is going to be the much better top half. I think we all agree. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Thank you, guys. It's glad I'm glad to be mm. back. It's a good feeling to get back to, with, with you guys. Uh, we'll mm. do it again tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, I'll see you in uh, just over 22 hours, I think. Last one. Nice. Look forward to it. Have a lovely evening, everyone. Uh, look forward to Thank the you very much. Uh, one to one to ten tomorrow. One to one to ten. Yes. All right. Bye. Cheers. Have a lovely time. Oh, uh, let us know what you think about the the new like colors and music and logo and everything. Um, yeah, I think we put a lot of uh, Kareem put in a lot of effort there. So thanks, Kareem. Appreciate it. Looks clean in my opinion. Um, so yeah, more of that this coming season. Say goodbye. Yeah. Cheers.